What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a Thursday edition of Back Your Play with Q. I'm your host, Rich Quinones, and uh, it's the middle of the week, so we got to talk a little sweet signs, a little boxing. Nicholas Hernandez, kind enough to join us. Uh, super welterweight, getting set for a little rematch, I believe, against uh, Terrence Williams. That'll be on March 18th up in PA. And uh, look at you. You got the belts behind you. You're all decked out. You're all ready to go. It's all about bragging a little bit. What's going on? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to rumble. Two yeah. weeks. <laughs> I'm excited for this one, yeah. I mean, so let me ask you a question. I know you turned pro back in 2014. Your first bout, I believe, was a loss, and you ripped off a couple fights in a row. You fought a lot in Puerto Rico. You fought a lot in Pennsylvania. You won 25 fights. You fought uh, well over 30 something odd times. You're 25, 5, and 3. You got a really nice, you know, mark and record. You put together a really nice career. Was there a point where right now are you kind of content where you're at as a fighter um, or are you maybe looking at this point in the game, you know, 36, 37, 38 years of age where, all right, let me try to get a couple more fights under my belt and see if I can get a regional title, a bigger payday. Like where are you at overall in your career? If I told you, you're going to tell me I'm crazy because this year I want to fight like nine, nine fights, eight fights. I want to stay busy. Very busy this year. It, I think this is the year that I was planning for years that is going to be the hardest because I want to, I want to, I want all the challenge. Yeah. I want to is get it, the biggest fight now. Do, do you feel as though, because a lot of the fighters and everyone, you lose a year because of COVID. So, you know, you, you have to catch up a little bit. And then obviously last year, if you fought three or four times, I mean, your fight, if you're saying you want to fight, seven, eight, nine times. I mean, if you do the math, right, are these all going to be six rounders? Are they going to be eight rounders? I mean, you got to space them Ooh. apart. I just want to, I just want to stay busy. That's, that's my goal is staying busy and, and defend the title that I have. I think uh, eight rounds, 10 rounds. That's what I'm looking because I think last year I fought six times and the year before that I fight eight times. Wow. So I was kind of pretty busy. And the Kobe year, I fought four times. I think the Kobe blessed me. Some people who was wrong for me was a bless. The Kobe was a bless because that was the the, the time that I, I learned a little bit of the game and I met new people and, and new connections and, and I went at it. The Kobe year, I fought four times. Wow. That was my busy year. You, you know, people, if they don't really know of your background or your career, I mean, You've, you've been in there with some really good fighters, man. And you've beaten some really good fighters, whether it was um, uh, De La Rosa, um, uh, Julio uh, Rodriguez. Um, you know, you, you've, so it's not, you know, sometimes when they get to this point in their career, they kind of just want to, you know, you kind of handpick here and there. I know you're going to fight Williams again. I know you want to take that fight because you want the rematch because you lost. And I yeah. understand that. Um you know, when you look at your division right now and you look where you're at, are there any names that kind of jump out and you say, hey, I think this would be a, a good fight for me, maybe eight or ten rounds? Uh, right now, what I'm, my focus, my 100% focus, turn William, because this is the third fight. We fought three times already. This is going to be the third fight. And I'm very excited because now I'm moving up another division. I'm fighting 147, 154. And now it's one one sixty. Right. I'm going go moving up because the last fight, people don't know that I lost with him, but he came out overweight. He came out one sixty. 
in that fight. And that's what he used, you mean, the holding, the experience to survive, so to survive the storm that I was going through, you mean? But it is what it is. I took it. I fought in February, and now I'm ready for him. Now my body is react very well with the weight, so I'm ready to prepare for that fight. Soon I finish that fight, I'm thinking I got a couple, couple options and couple names, good names, that I just waiting for this one, finish this one on two weeks. <laughs> Very excited for this one because we know each other for years. So, and and soon I finish this one, I, I want some big names. I want some big names and already they told me some names and, and offers, but I just ready for the challenge. I'm really very excited for the challenge in 2023. Yeah, you mentioned the fight against Williams third time around. You beat him the first time. You got to better you the second time around. So you started your career, would you say, 140, 145, 147? 154. 154. And now you're fighting it? 160, this one. Yeah, that's why I took a month to teach my body to lift because I never lift weight. So lifting weight to get stronger, to get the weight what it is. Because it was, I was always walking 151, 154. Yep. I never passed that that way. And I know it's the issue when you fight 160 because inside the ring they go up 20 pounds. Right, right. So I'm like, okay, so now I teach my body. My body's perfect for two weeks. Get ready and go inside the ring 180, 175. That's what my body is, is stitched. So I'm pretty excited for this one. And then I want to go down. I want to go down to 154, 147, whatever offer. Wow. He's in the, the so line. I'll do it. You rehydrate, right? When you rehydrate yourself, you're putting on another five to 10 pounds. And then you said you, obviously, you know, your body, you know, you can come, uh, keep coming up and down. I mean, I would think sometimes as you get older, right. And you want to get down to a certain weight. That's when the training becomes a lot more rigorous, more intense, and yeah. more importantly, the diet, right. I mean, even a little bit of salt here and there, even a little bit of, I mean, you, you, you carry that weight two, three, four extra pounds. And then you have to worry about Thursday, Friday, you know, weigh in, I got to sweat this sucker out. Yeah. And then I come into the ring and maybe I'm a little dry and you know, that's never a good thing for a fighter because that tells you they had a hard time cutting weight. Yep. Yep. But I, for now, I'm pretty good teaching my body and eating good. I'm very disciplined. Every day I go and train twice a day and I'm very consistent. So I think, and Monday they gave me to to take this fight is perfect because I teach my body and, and my body react very well. That's why I say yes to fight him because we know each other. And I'm going to go to his hometown and put in a big show in that fight. Definitely, I'm going to put a big show. You know, I always, a lot of times with six round fights, right, when you think about it, there's, you can't really have a feeling out round, if that makes sense, right? I mean, maybe yeah. you can give up that one round, but then you have to be, you got to be wary of the fact that maybe the third or fourth could potentially be the swing round. And then depending upon how the fight has unfolded, you might be down on the scorecards where all of a sudden that light has to go on and you've got to pick up the pace. Do you consider yourself more of a high volume puncher or are you more methodical? Let me move around. Let me get the jab going. Let, let me dictate the fight. That was, that was a good question because... Before I fought him, I was fighting 10 rounds and eight rounds. And I think the second round, my corner said, Nicholas, you're fighting six rounds. Stop, stop storing, storing him and moving 
just go out and you know, we're like, oh my God. Even a fighter, I was I forgot about that. I was like, wow, yeah, I just get two rounds to this guy just moving around. So let me <laughs> let me make the pressure. When I was making the pressure, I was too close to end, so he was holding me. Yeah. And all I wake, you mean my legs and everything started feeling very well. But now, because it's sixth round, I know what to do. I don't I'm not even thinking about getting a one round to rest. Nah, I just gonna put action. For me and for the fans, you know what I mean? Because I know I know what I, I can do. Uh, you were born in Puerto Rico? Yes. How many fights have you had over there? No, I'm I'm I born in Puerto Rico, right? And and I'm half Dominican. My my most of my fights are in the Republic Dominican. Dominican and he and PA. So you've never had a fight in Puerto Rico? No. No. Oh, wow. So you fought a lot in, in DR. Yes, yes, that's my, my other country. That's what I, I had a house there. I got my grandma. That's what I lived to I'm over there. When, so, when you talk boxing, though, do you more align of I'm a Puerto Rican fighter? I have the style of a Puerto Rican fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what that's what people because my accent, you know, the way that I talk, I talk more like Puerto Rico because I'm, I'm born and grow over there in Puerto Rico. But right now, growing. That's my country, Republic Dominican. That's what I always go, Republic Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me give you a couple names. You tell me, uh, give me like a word or two to describe a couple of these guys. Uh, Felix Trinidad. The left hook, very strong. Uh, Miguel Cotto. Ooh, body shot. <laughs> go out there. He just go forward and body shot. Very disciplined guy. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's funny too because he almost fights like a Mexican fighter the way yeah. he, you know, compact and comes at you with the body shots. Um, Wilfredo Gomez. Wow. He's a machine. You can't even touch that guy. That, that guy is too crazy in the ropes, moving. <laughs> he passed a lot of punches. Old school guy, old school teach. I love it. Uh, how about uh, Wolfram Benitez? Power. Yeah. Power body shot. Yeah. And I'll throw you a curveball on this one. Amanda Serrano. Woo! The best fighter. The best fighter, right? Being a woman, the best woman fighter. Yeah. And she's ready to fight even a man. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> it's amazing how far female women's boxing has come. Uh, do you... Uh, do you look at yourself as a full-time fighter, a full-time boxer? Oh, man, it's hard to say, but not, not really, because I got my job. I always I have my family, and I always focus in, in my work. You know what I mean? I'm a barber for 25 years, so I was cutting hair and take care of my family for, for a year. I've been with my wife uh, 15, 16 years. I've been married, and I have my daughters. And I'm a family guy, more family guy. Now, kind of switched a little bit because I had the opportunity. I just did it because boxing, I just did it because I like to fight and start kind of older. I started when I was 30 years old. Yeah. And the story go more crazy because I, my first amateur fight, he was in 250 pounds. Wow. <laughs> and, and and the challenge, and, and, and I love to compete. I was like, let me keep going down, keep going down. And, 
Look at what I am now. I can find 147, 154, and 160. And I can control my body and teach my body for all these years. How, how in me, even that I'm kind of old, but I've never been KO. I've never been hurt. Right. Thank God. That's a big so, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very important for boxing. And, and my mind is 100% you me yeah, in the world. Because not like all the boxers with all these fights. They kind of crazy the way they talk. No, no. I feel very healthy. And I'm focused, focused, very focused. No, it's a good point. The health is paramount because especially when you've had 30, 30 something odd fights, right? When you look at some of the fighters, maybe from other countries um, or even in Europe, uh, and they've had two, 300 amateur fights, right? Then you yep. wonder how long their careers can be because they do go through some wear and tear. But then conversely, I think in the States, if you have about 35 amateur fights under your belt, to me, that tells you, that tells me, depending upon, if you went through, you know, nationals or golden gloves or diamond gloves or what, whatever it was, or trials, that tells me you're pro ready, right? 35 amateur fights, you're pretty much ready to turn pro. Uh, yeah, that's what I think. In my case, <laughs> I only had like 15, 15 amateur fighting. Every, right. every fight was in different weight division. So I never had the rhythm of like, okay, this is my weight. I'm going to keep. No, it was like going down, down, down when the fight was kind of far. And every time that I, I was fighting, they put me in the main event with the best fighter <laughs> and that played that we go. So it was kind of challenge for me all my career in the amateurs. Only did like 14, 15 fights in the amateurs and my record was not that good. But I was kind of old and I said, let me turn pro. Yeah. And you can see my record. The guy got a losing record and he beat me. Yep. So that put me more like intense to train more and, and go for uh, go for it. And, and another big thing that people don't know is the most important is the coach. I never had a coach <laughs> still these days, still wow. fighting every day. And I train by myself. I train. <laughs> yeah, it's people that come and say, oh, I'm going to help you. But you know how it is. They come for the money and, and go real quick. Of course. <laughs> no, and then, no, especially in this sport. Let's be honest, no one is doing it because they have, uh, you know, sincere heart, you know, they, all right, what can you do for me, right, at the end of the day, and that's, yeah, but that's why I see it's safer to be a barber, that's safer yeah. for you, that you always get yeah. repeat customers in business. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, that was a good one, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's why I have a whole gym, I got a gym here, and that's what I always helping the kids. And I want to give the kids what I never have is yeah. the coach always there for me, always taking care of them. You know I mean watching them go to school to see how they yeah. go? Yeah, so I never had it, so that's why I always focus on the kids. But now I have to finish my career, I have like right. two more years. That's what I say. Okay, two more years, and I hang out with the gloves. And that's why you want to be uh, so busy. I'm wondering though, how much trash talking do you do at the barbershop? Oh my god, <laughs> I used to. Trash talk a lot when I was I was younger, but now it's like nah, I'm a business. I just really I can cut in an hour. I can call four people. Wow! So it's come and go. Fifteen minutes haircut. I can do beers. I can do everything. So people follow me a lot. It's because the quick that I am cutting here. Yeah. And the good that I am. So what I'm thinking about cutting is money. <laughs> it just <laughs> paying bills quick. And, and let's go because people, you know I mean, going to a barbershop right now is a headache for people, for family. 
especially a woman with three kids, they have to wait maybe three, four hours. That's a that's a day. Now with me, they come, they come the father and two kids, oh. and they got out of here in 45 minutes, they're out because no I, I do it by appointment. <laughs> I do it by appointment, I'm very disciplined. Yeah. And they know if they come late, I'm not gonna cut them. And you know, little kids too, right? They sit in that chair right away and oh my goodness. Then the drama, the well, tears and the nonsense. Yeah. I got, I love the kids because, uh, you know I mean? I have a lot of, I got more, most of the kids that I have, they have problems. And the mother and the father know me, the way that I am and they bring it to me because good. going to another barbershop, the barbers, Treat them real, real bad. They start crying. They know, but I got. I, I think I got the, the love for for yeah. for the kids and, and the talking and that's what I love. I love the kids, and especially when they have problems. I love it. I love it. I got the candies. I got the chemistry. Like oh, talking about boxing because you yeah. know the kids love boxing that's and good. fighting. So that's what I, that's what I love, and that's what the most the client that I have is kids. It's kids that have problems. It's not like regular kids. They're kind of crazy, but that's what I love. But, you know, sometimes, though, we gravitate towards people that remind us of ourselves sometimes, right? Or how we grew up or if we got in trouble, if we were on the streets, if we, you know, we kind of, as you get older, you get wiser and you pull the little guy to the side and you're like, yo, 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 come on now. Ah, Get out. (laughs) Like, hey, man, like I I was, I was you before, right? So you kind of got it right. You got yeah. it right. That's the way that I am. That's good. That's a good way to be. It's very rare. Uh, two more before I let you get out of here. Do you watch a ton of boxing? Are you a boxing fanatic? Yes. Yes. I always every weekend there is a fight. Uh, that's what I that's what I that's why I started in love because when I was a kid, I was watching my uncle used to be a fighter, my grandfather used to be a wrestler. So we got in the blood, but I never tried it to the end. And it's a fight that weekend, and they're watching, they're starting, starting the fight and, and, and talking, even by myself, because I don't, I don't hang out a lot. But I love boxing. I love to watch the art of boxing. So I'll put you on the spot here, a little analysis real quick. Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, what's the first thing you think of? Power versus speed? Oh, I think, wow, that's going to be a good one. I got, I have like two examples in that one. I have Pedraza. Remember Pedraza when he fought Tank, what Tank did? I think he's going to be the same thing. He's going to get it at the end. Really? Not at the beginning. Yeah. He's going to, Tank is too, the too strong. Yeah. And go, go too heavy. And he showed that he can box a lot when he fought people. Yeah. He said, because people was going forward, he was, he had to change his game and start boxing. But with Ryan, I think he's gonna he's gonna take it easy the first round, and then at the end he's gonna finish it. How about the heavyweight division? Is do you look at Tyson Fury and say he's an all-time great heavyweight? Not the all-time heavyweight, but right now he's the best over there. He got so many skills and the mindset that he had because while he passed through in his personal life and come back. I mean, that's something crazy. You have to have a toughness in your mind to do that. Who who do you, did you have a fighter or style that you emulated? And who, growing up, who was your favorite fighter to watch? Brigondio, the Cuban guy. 
<laughs> they counted. They, yeah, I love that guy when I was uh, starting boxing. I used to watch him a lot because the counter punch. I'm counter puncher, yeah. and that guy is awesome. He's a left hander. I'm a left hander. So yeah. I love, I love a ring on the old fights at there. Now That's he's, he, I think he retired or, or he's fighting. He's still fighting for the other day, but he's not the same. He's kind of old, but. That's what I what I love to watch. Uh, Ring on the out. <laughs> I, I, I thought maybe I was gonna get you know like a Carlos Ortiz or a Gomez or Benitez or you know Rosario, and instead you go with the Cuban. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the style, he he's very smart. Very smart. Yeah. He don't waste the punches. You know, weigh no punches at all. So you said real quick. You said uh, you know weight wise, you're okay. So then I'm wondering, um, you know. The the week leading up to the fight, I, I would probably say, you know, no arroz con pollo, tostones, platano, not nothing, man. No, no, deep chicken, broccoli. No, 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 I can't. This is the first time that I can eat. I can eat very, very whatever I want. I don't have no too salty. It's one the 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 weigh in is one sixty, so I can eat anything, anything. And I love it like that because I don't have to be suffer like before. <laughs> like sometimes you spend two days with an eye eating like something good. Now I can eat anything. Anything. Uh, I, I don't know, I'm man. That salt sits. That salt <laughs> just sits there. You know, real quick, funny story. So my my friends years ago um were from uh Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, and they moved to Florida. And they said, Oh, come down and visit us in Florida. And I was like, All right, I'll go down for a week. And all I remember is when at the time my father picked me up at the airport after he looked at me and he goes, You better start exercising and working out. <laughs> and I was like, What are you talking about? I was down there for seven days and and I ran every day and I went to the beach and I went swimming. And I put on probably 12 pounds in seven days because they ate so late at wow. night. I'm like, stop frying it. Get rid of the salt. And Yeah. And the breakfast and, and the art is crazy. The breakfast over there. My grandma, give me a breakfast. That's a lunch? No, that's a breakfast. <laughs> that's mango, platanos in the breakfast like that. I'm like, wow, I can be very big. <laughs> <laughs> you can fight at 175. Oh, you can yeah, fight it almost cruiserweight. <laughs> so are you a coffee drinker? No, no, not really. Oh, I love Bustelo. Oh, my God. I have, I have one of my coaches before. He used to be <laughs> crazy with the coffee all the time. Well, Every I'm day, cool man, I drink my coffee. That's the energy. That's the energy. Yes. The coffee. <laughs> That's the energy. So, um, all right, listen, I know I can't hold you. So that fight's coming up um, March 18th. Uh, that's in uh, that's in Harrisburg? Harrisburg, PA. Yeah. Okay. And if people want to get tickets for that. Yeah, they can they can they can contact me and, and, and my number is in the in the flyers and Seven one seven three eight nine five five six two. They can contact me. I can give it. I can go whatever place and give you the tickets. And and it's gonna be a third fight. We we hold the main event. We we have five six fight professionals and twelve amateur fight that night. So it's gonna be a buck a big night of boxing over there yeah. in Harrisburg. I saw you got that kid Angel Perez and Antonio Perez on the card too, right? Yeah. They're both undefeated. Yeah. 
yeah, they're going to be there fighting, putting a show. And they're from there, too. They're, they're pretty pretty excited to watch these two kids coming up. They're very, right. very crazy. They're like right. 19 years old. Wow. So I, I would imagine then the next time we talk, you'll probably be about 10 pounds heavier, your post-fight, your post, fight, your post meal. But um, uh, 20. I'll say 20. <laughs> In and then you'll be able to cut like 20 pounds. Yeah, you'll be able to cut weight um, early with that one. But uh, Nicholas, um, appreciate it, my friend. I know I got to let you go. The best of luck on 318. Um, you got an open invite to come back on. Gracias por tu tiempo. I appreciate it, brother. All right, man. Thank you. Okay, be well. Take care.